0: Brought to you by the Cannabis Bee Network. Here is the Cannabis Bee News with your host, Scott Jacobs. Hello listeners, how's it going today? This is episode CBN 069-127-2014. Let's roll into article number one, Obama. Marijuana is no dangerous than alcohol. This is the biggest thing Obama has said about the legalization of marijuana. This yo-yo of legalization has gone out and it's not coming back. Prohibition will be over before we know it. All right, take it away, B. -B
1: OBAMA, Marijuana is no more dangerous than alcohol. By Brett Loggerato. Source, Business Insider. President Barack Obama said in an interview published Sunday that he believes smoking marijuana is no more dangerous than drinking alcohol. And he suggested it's even less dangerous in terms of its impact on the individual consumer. Obama's comments came as part of a lengthy profile by the New Yorker's David Remnick. As Remnick notes, Obama's comments make it seem like he wants to get in front of the issue, as public opinion rapidly shifts toward favoring legalization. As has been well documented, I smoked pot as a kid, and I view it as a bad habit and a vice, not very different from the cigarettes that I smoked as a young person up through a big chunk of my adult life. I don't think it is more dangerous than alcohol, Obama told Remnick. Remnick followed up and asked him if he thought it was less dangerous. Obama responded that he did agree with that sentiment, in terms of its impact on the individual consumer. It's not something I encourage, and I have told my daughters I think it's a bad idea, a waste of time, not very healthy. Obama added. Obama said that one of the most disconcerting things about U.S. drug laws is the racial and socioeconomic disparities among people who are punished. The Drug Enforcement Administration still classifies marijuana in the same schedule 1 category as heroin, ecstasy, and LSD. Middle-class kids don't get locked up for smoking pot, and poor kids do, he told Remnick. And African-American kids and Latino kids are more likely to be poor and less likely to have the resources and the support to avoid unduly harsh penalties. We should not be locking up kids or individual users for long stretches of jail time when some of the folks who are writing those laws have probably done the same thing. Two states, Colorado and Washington, have in the past year legalized the use of recreational marijuana. The District of Columbia and 18 more states allow some legal uses mostly for medicinal reasons. Obama said that it was important for it to go forward in Colorado and Washington, since the laws decriminalized a commonly used substance that disproportionately affected a select few who get punished. But Obama did push back against those who think legalizing marijuana would solve all these social problems. If marijuana is fully legalized and at some point folks say, well, we can come up with a negotiated dose of cocaine that we can show is not any more harmful than vodka, are we open to that? Obama said. If somebody says, We've got a finely calibrated dose of meth.
0: It isn't going to kill you or rot your teeth. Are we okay with that? Article number two, New York medical marijuana legalization gets widespread support. Take it away. New York medical marijuana
1: legalization gets widespread support, Paul. By Reuters. Source, Huffington Post. Most New Yorkers support Governor Andrew Cuomo's plan to allow the use of medical marijuana in a pilot program in up to 20 hospitals, according to a poll released on Monday. Nearly half 49 percent of the New York voters polled thought he should skip the pilot step entirely and legalize its medical use statewide, as has already happened in about 20 other states, the SENA College poll said. A total of 28 percent of New Yorkers said the pilot program was the way to go. A slim majority of 54 percent, however oppose following the lead of the states of Colorado and Washington and legalizing marijuana for recreational use. 41% supported such a move. Voters under 35 say yes, as do a bare majority of men. Democrats and independents are closely divided but Republicans are a strong no, Senior College pollster Steven Greenberg said in a statement. New Yorkers are not yet ready to duplicate what they see in the Mile High City. Cuomo announced the plan in his annual State of the State address earlier this month saying that he would allow up to 20 hospitals to prescribe medical marijuana to help manage the pain and to help treat cancer and other serious illnesses. He said he would use an executive power to set up the program, and that it would not need new legislation. Cena College spoke to 808 people registered as voters in New York last week for the poll, which had a margin of error of
0: 3.4%. Reporting by Jonathan Allen. Editing by Bernard R. Article number 3, Why No Hemp in Tennessee? group wants state to legalize farming and manufacturing. So do I. Take it away. Why no hemp in Tennessee? Group wants state to legalize farming,
1: manufacturing. By Gary B. Gray. Source, Johnson City Press. The Hemp Industries Association announced last week the establishment of the Tennessee Hemp Industries Association, the national organization's first state chapter. This year, The group plans to launch education initiatives to support legalizing industrial hemp farming and industries in the state, and to facilitate a hemp business resource network. The push is aimed at legalizing the plant for agriculture and industrial uses and not necessarily a cry for the right to partake of its smoke-able parts. The grassroots movement to legalize industrial hemp is quickly gaining momentum, especially at the state level, as business, agriculture and manufacturing sectors realize the value and versatility of this incredible crop. Hemp Industries Association Executive Director Eric Steenstra said in a news release. We hope to see more local state chapters partner with the HIA, so we can collaborate and work together toward making hemp farming a reality for farmers across the country. The move dovetails with an ever-increasing national conversation on the use of marijuana and its byproducts for medicinal and recreational purposes. The topic also has bubbled up on a state level. State Republican Sherry Jones, D. Nashville introduced legislation that would allow statewide legal protections for qualified patients authorized by their physicians to engage in cannabis therapy. After reading about the bill, Washington County Commissioner and Public Safety Committee member Roger Nave announced his intention to introduce a resolution to the full commission in February in opposition to the bill. A few weeks before that happens, a growing number of people in the area plan to march down state of Franklin Road in the Smoky Mountain Medical Marijuana Rights Rally to show their support for the bill that would legalize prescribing cannabis to qualifying patients. Colleen Sov, Tennessee's HIA Chapter founding member, represented the state affiliate on Hemp Lobby Day in December by visiting U.S. Senator Bob Corker and his staff in his Capitol Building office to discuss opportunities for hemp in Tennessee. There is much work to be done in Tennessee to prepare our local farming and business sectors for the economic boom industrial hemp legalization will bring, Sov said. We aim to provide resources and information to all those looking to grow, manufacture or sell hemp and hemp products as well as catalyze support for industrial hemp legalization throughout the state. The Tennessee HIA will launch a fundraising campaign in the spring in an effort to bolster its status as a strong trade association in support of future hemp industries in the state. Having the HIA as the backbone to the state initiative will aid business and opportunity in Tennessee's future, Sov said. To date, 32 states have introduced pro-hemp legislation and 10 states have removed barriers to its production, California, Colorado, Kentucky, Maine, Montana, North Dakota, Oregon, Vermont, Washington, and West Virginia. Despite changes to state laws allowing hemp, farmers in these states risk raids by federal agents, prison time and land forfeiture if they plant the crop. The association hopes to change federal laws on the books that do not distinguish between cannabis byproducts, such as seed, and fiber, from chemical substances that affect brain function.
0: Article number 4, Medical Marijuana Signatures Top 540K in Florida. Take it away.
1: Medical Marijuana Signatures Top 540K in Florida. Source, Jacksonville Business Journal. With a surge of petitions before a February 1st deadline. Backers of a proposed constitutional amendment that would legalize medical marijuana had submitted 542,211 valid signatures to the state as of midday Tuesday, according to the Florida Division of Elections website. People united for medical marijuana must reach 683,149 valid signatures by February 1 to get the proposal on the November ballot. The group also still needs Florida Supreme Court approval of the proposed ballot wording which has drawn opposition from Attorney General Pam Bondi and Republican legislative leaders. Governor Rick Scott maintained his opposition Tuesday to legalization. I've said all along I'm against illegal drug use, Scott told reporters after an appearance in Tallahassee. I've watched how it impacts
0: families. The Attorney General gave her best advice to the Supreme Court. Article 5. 14 Cannabis Stocks to Watch in 2014. But I say still be careful with your money. Take it away.
1: 14 Cannabis Stocks to Watch in 2014 Source, Benzinga The green rush is here. More than 20 states have approved marijuana use for medicinal purposes and Colorado and Washington are opening up the plant for recreational use. Marijuana companies rose more than 50% in 2013 and opened 2014 with a bang, rising almost 150% in just three weeks. This list gives an overview of publicly traded marijuana stocks worth over $50 million including hydroponic companies, vaporizer producers and research houses for medicinal purposes. Medbox Medbox rose from $23 to $93 inches a matter of five trading sessions, with a peak on January 8. This is a great example of uninformed investors pouring their money into a hot name. The company makes automated dispensing solutions for medications, including marijuana. Medbox has the largest market capitalization of cannabis-focused stocks close to 1.2 billion. It also does not file with the SEC. A VT incorporated. started in 2001, AVT began producing vending machines, but recently transitioned to automated retail machines. Marijuana investors took interest in the stock when Medbox announced a purchasing agreement. Medbox spends about half a million dollars a year buying dispensary units from AVT. The company has a market cap of 119 million. Advanced Cannabis Solutions Currently focused on Colorado, Advanced Cannabis Solutions buys growing facilities and leases them to growers. The company looks for an ROI over 25% in 10-year deal for contracts. With an experienced management team, Advanced Cannabis Solutions is looking to build a consulting and other marijuana-related businesses. CEO Robert Frickel stated, every new state that legalizes MMJ creates hundreds of new opportunities, so we're looking to evolve with the industry's needs. Advanced Cannabis Solutions does file with the SEC. Canavest. Canavest is one of the bigger players in the industry with a market cap near 1 billion. The company produces cannabidiol CBD, a marijuana concentrate, from hemp. Canavest hopes to grow a test crop of industrial hemp in 2014. The company does file with the SEC. Cannabis Sciences. This is one of the most followed marijuana stocks although it has one of the smallest market cap 70 million. Cannabis Sciences is staffed with PHDS, the company is a leader in THC product research for medicinal markets. Two preclinical drugs focus on HIV and cancer. A key concern for the company is a huge amount of share dilution, with the amount of common stock 24 times greater than it was 3 years ago. The company does file with the SEC. Fusion Farm Fusion Farm's FarmPod product is a plug-and-grow hydroponic solution. The company looks to capitalize on commercial growers and small operations with its scalable product. The company emphasizes that the farm pot only requires 20% of the water of a more traditional growing solution and is very customizable. The company does not file with the SEC. GW Pharma GW Pharma is one of the few cannabis stocks that trades on a major exchange NASDAQ, meaning its financial information is much more closely regulated. The company is a biotech, however meaning it has its own set of risks. Based in the UK, GW Pharma is developing cannabinoid medications, primarily for multiple sclerosis and cancer. The company has one of the largest market caps at 930 million. Hemp Incorporated With several nutrition products on the market, hemp cannot seem to sell any of them. Using hemp as a key ingredient, its supplements seem to fall in three key categories, protein, sexual performance and general nutrition. Hemp does not file with the SEC. MSIG. Masig has an interesting product, a $10 mini vaporizer for button wax. Just over 5 inches long, MSIG is very portable and even offers 3 different heat settings. The company launched the first generation of its product at the end of October and sold out in several days. The second generation began selling at the start of the year. MSIG does file with the SEC. Medical Marijuana. Medical marijuana produces a series of cannabinoid oil products, advertising the health benefits of consuming CBD. These include, a chewing gum, shampoo and lotion, and liquid CBD oil. Canavest, mentioned above, was spun out from medical marijuana, which is now a minority shareholder. The company recently had a lawsuit filed against it, which suggests potential fraud. The company does not file with the SEC. Novilex. Novelix was a big winner in 2013, with shares gaining 258%. Novelix is a biotech company with research focused on live cell encapsulation, a process to protect healthy cells from disease. The company hopes to use its research primarily to fight breast cancer, pancreatic cancer, and diabetes. Although its market cap is just $78 million, the company does file with the SEC. Grow Life Grow Life is a favorite among marijuana investors. In a recent survey, 48% expect Grow Life to gain the most value in 2014. The company makes equipment for growing cannabis, selling 150,000 units over 25 years. The Phototron system, which includes a pod for each stage of growth, is advertised to speed up harvesting by 3-4 to times. Grow Life does file with the SEC. Vape Holdings Vape Holdings is currently trading under the ticker PLPED but will change to VAPE on February 2nd. Investors are very interested in a ceramic nail the company is producing for dabbing. The ceramic nail is expected to be superior to the glass or titanium because it is easier to clean, more durable, and lasts longer. The company is expected to sell 10,000 units in January, the majority of which have been pre-ordered. VAPE does file financial statements with the SEC. TerraTech Terra Tech is another investor favorite with 17% of 420 investor members expecting shares to gain the most value in 2014. The company currently uses hydroponics to grow vegetables and herbs, but plans to focus on marijuana or hemp when legally feasible. The company's produce is currently available in fairway markets in New Jersey, Connecticut, and New York.
0: Article Number 6, Bill Gates Backs Marijuana Legalization in His State, Take It Away. Bill Gates Backs Marijuana Legalization in His State
1: By Ben Smith Source, BuzzFeed Bill Gates voted yes on the 2012 referendum that legalized marijuana in his home state, he told BuzzFeed in an interview Tuesday. Gates, the wealthiest American and the nation's largest philanthropist, said he didn't expect the law to pass but that now it will be interesting to see how the program develops. It's an experiment, and it's probably good to have a couple states try it out to see before you make that national policy, he said. Gates flatly refused to answer the question of whether he has smoked pot, though he is listed on the Marijuana Policy Project's ranking of influential marijuana users, and suggested to journalists in the 1990s that he had tried both marijuana and LSD. Gates is known in philanthropic circles, where he has focused on global public health and on American education, for pushing to more accurately measure the impact of spending on philanthropy and education. He suggested that Washington would have to answer specific questions on that front. Can they keep it out of minors' hands? Will it reduce alcohol consumption? Are there some people who use it at levels you might think of as inappropriate? Will drug gangs make less money? He asked, adding that so far he's been impressed with the implementation of the law, which goes fully into effect later this year. I think people are going about this trying to make sure it's labeled well, trying to make sure you're collecting taxes so more than any of the additional state costs that will get imposed by this thing are funded by the consumers, he said and he suggested the legal market would cut into the illegal drug trade. Traffickers are going to make a lot less money, and some of the perverse things about the illegal drug trade will be avoided. Gates was in New York Tuesday talking about the annual letter from the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, which focused on what he argues is good news and positive results from global public health spending.
0: Article number 7. Cannabis gets a Super Bowl, and the NFL may approve medical marijuana for players. This is a big Green Bull Rush. Take it away.
1: Cannabis gets a Super Bowl and the NFL may approve medical marijuana for players. By Rebecca Kelly. Source Leafly. Apparently, if you want your football team to go to the Super Bowl, all you have to do is get your state to legalize recreational cannabis. After an exciting Sunday of semi final matchups, the Super Bowl showdown has been set. In one corner, the Denver Broncos, a team boasting the league's number one offense, a veteran quarterback having his best season ever, and hailing from a state that made history by becoming the first in the country to launch a legal recreational cannabis market. In another corner you'll find the Seattle Seahawks, a young team with the league's number one defense, a second-year quarterback who had been overlooked during the draft, and a home state that also passed an initiative to debut a legal recreational cannabis market just like Colorado. Coincidence? Clearly great things come from progressive states like Washington and Colorado. In addition to having beautiful landscapes, thriving tech scenes, delicious craft beers, and legal cannabis, in two weeks one of these cities will also be celebrating a Super Bowl-winning football team. NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell must have noticed the common bond between both states, too, as he recently suggested that the sports ban on medical cannabis consumption could change soon provided the player's state has legalized the plant for either medical or recreational consumption, said Goodell. I don't know what's going to develop as far as the next opportunity for medicine to evolve and to help either deal with pain or help deal with injuries, but we will continue to support the evolution of medicine. If Goodell is true to his word, it's a refreshing change of pace from the previous onslaught of fines and suspensions doled out for cannabis possession while the league does little to help rehabilitate athletes with chronic injuries and numerous concussions. Maybe the commissioner is taking a progressive stance and truly thinks medical cannabis will help NFL players or maybe he thinks cannabis is some sort of super serum that creates Super Bowl quality teams like the Seahawks and the Broncos. Whatever his reasoning, it's a change we can all get behind.
0: That's all I have for this episode, folks. Till next episode, have a good day, good night, good week, bye-bye.
1: We pollinated your mind. Now, go
0: pollinate the world.